0: I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm your host Bella Hilton. and today we are talking about all things anxiety. And I know so many of you listening kind of sit in that place where you have been on this fertility journey for a while now, and that you are probably anxious about everything at this point. And you know, that's pretty normal you are anxious about not getting pregnant and you're as equally anxious about getting pregnant, right? It feels like a no-win situation. And that feeling intensifies when you've had a previous miscarriage, you know, through natural means or, you know, if you've had assisted methods, sometimes that's worse because you get less chances to actually get pregnant you know, here you thought all your worries were over, you were finally pregnant, you could finally celebrate and be pregnant and enjoy it, but no, right? And then you had a miscarriage and now getting pregnant again seems to only bring with it more anxiety, that thought of, what if I lose this one too? The heartache will be too much for me for me to cope with. Or maybe you've just, you know, in that place and you're feeling so emotionally deplete and you've just read so many stories or listen to so many podcasts, or read all the posts in a Facebook group, um, you know, all those negative vibes, and you're so afraid that your heartache won't be over uh, when you do get pregnant, and you might lose the baby, even though you've never had a miscarriage before, right? It's so easy for us to get caught up in so many other people's stories, and for that to suddenly start to feel like a real thing for us too because we're not hanging out with the people who are telling us the success stories we're hanging out with the people who are finding it hard and that's humanity isn't it part of our human nature empathy and the ability for us to be able to put ourselves in someone else's shoes unfortunately with something like this can be a bit of our downfall too and we start to think that none of our journey has gone right today why would I think that my journey will change and Something else crappy won't happen to me. It feels uh, almost uh, like part of our comfort zone to think that we'll always be in this place of hopelessness and despair. And we get ourselves caught up in all of this feeling. When you are bottomed out, it's easy to get caught up in all of it. When we're in a negative spiral already, it's easy to continue going down that negative spiral, access more and more fears and heighten them and thoughts about how it could all go wrong. We strengthen that neural pathway. We create a massive file in our brain that we open that box and all of this comes out, right? And when you're in a world surrounded, like I said, by people struggling and telling awful stories, then it's hard to imagine that there is that world of where things can go right for us, of feeling good, of not being anxious. Essentially, we're collecting evidence for our brain of how things are going to be for us, right? Because all we see that is possible are all the other women who have had miscarriages, who are anxious about getting pregnant. And when they get pregnant... Are super anxious and they don't feel settled, um, and they might not even feel settled once they give birth to their babies, like the trauma of it stays with them. And if problems and heartache are all you know, then problems and heartaches are the only way that you can experience your world. So I say yes. Unless you work on your mindset and change things around for yourself, you're absolutely going to stay anxious. You're absolutely going to stay tied to that story. You're absolutely going to continue to feel that trauma. Um, Be anxious throughout your pregnancy and probably still sit in that anxiousness long afterwards too. Um, Maybe always worried that something will happen to your child. I don't want to feed you ideas if you're in that place. I'm painting here an awful picture, and I know it's not always that easy. Um, Anxiety is a horrible, horrible emotion, but I guess I wanted to highlight that getting pregnant or giving birth doesn't magic away our negative emotions, okay? People tell me all the time, I know I will be anxious when I get pregnant, right? And for many women, they still are anxious when they get pregnant because they haven't done work with me. So we don't magic away our negative emotions. But don't you find that awful that these people, they've predetermined themselves to feel a certain way, that it's inevitable and that they won't enjoy their pregnancy at all. My lovely listeners, babes, (laughs) Don't do this to yourself, right? I want you to start to ask yourself more empowering questions. And we'll get to that in a minute when I'm talking more about solutions. Now, being anxious all the time and having anxious moments in life are two entirely different things, okay? Anxiety is an emotion like any other, it's very normal, it's very natural. It comes in waves, and honestly, its peak is not designed to last. Right. And there are moments in life where we're all a bit on edge, a bit anxious, a bit fearful. It's normal. But the reason we become more anxious people, more prone to anxiety is because we feed it and we build that neural pathway because nobody ever told us anything different and we never dared to ask ourselves different questions. I definitely went into like my scans when I was pregnant a little apprehensively, right? Having gone through a 10-year journey and never being pregnant and then having to do IVF. Of course I did. I'm a human being. You know, you know <clears throat> and that seven-week scan to check heartbeat after my IVF and that 12-week scan to check for a few serious things. And I've had other seven-week scans too that were not good. So I've been in all scenarios. So I know how it feels when you have had that past to, you know, to come to that day of having that scan. Or I know what it's like to wait for that blood test to see if le- levels are rising to find they're not or they are. I've been in that place where I've waited through that two-week wait Uh, two-week wait for the news not knowing which way it would go, right? But I can tell you this, despite having had four miscarriages in a row, I never once felt anxious about getting pregnant again. And to be perfectly honest with you, that is not even what you are feeling anxious about, all right? Let's break this down. We get anxious about it not going well, right? Not getting pregnant about it not going well, of it failing, of there being a problem, of that heartache if it doesn't go well, you know, not the getting pregnant part. That just represents then the opportunity for it to not go well. But it also represents the opportunity for it to go really right. And do you want to miss out on that when it's your time? I know you don't, right? This is probably why you're listening to this because actually we want to get pregnant. We want all our dreams to come true. We want all this anxiety and this trauma to go away. So instead of recognizing anxious moments as a normal part of life, we start to think that we are anxious people and then we start to live in this place of general anxiety. And we start to think that the only way we can experience our fertility journey is through this anxiety. So here is where I want this preconceived notion of anxiety to end, okay? I really do. It is not a prerequisite for you. Some of you may have to work a little harder at this than others. I get it. Uh, But wouldn't you like to consider even just for a moment a world in which you get pregnant and thoroughly enjoy every second of it, maybe highlighted by a few nervous moments because you are still human and you still care about the outcome, right? I never want to strip you of normal human emotions. I just want to leave you with more range, more choice in situations that, you know, where you would previously just know, air quotes, you would be anxious, right? Give you more choice, So how do you bring this more choice into your day-to-day? Well, firstly, you have to know that we get addicted to our emotions. If we're constantly feeding the anxious beastie within us, right, then that becomes our comfort zone. We know who we are when we are that way. And we've never done cool, calm, and collected in the face of uncertainty and difficult life circumstances, maybe right? So who I am in those moments is anxious. And I know what that is. And I know who I am in that moment. Like, I can straight up tell you that I think I used to be addicted to um, drama in my life, traumatic situations, because I knew who I was in those situations. And, you know, maybe I didn't need to expect too much of myself right? I could always rise to the dramatic occasion, but I didn't know how to live life just day-to-day being happy without all the drama, right? The drama made me feel alive, okay? But I have come to a totally, and that was years ago now, but I've come to a totally new place in my life where day-to-day is just joyous and exciting and I love every minute of it and I don't need massive drama in my life to feel alive. I feel alive in different ways. There is always opportunity to change. There is always opportunity to experience our lives in a different way even faced with difficult circumstances. So it becomes a matter of number one not knowing how to do that, right? If you don't know how to do that, or who we are in that moment, and two, that when we get out of our comfort zone, i.e. feeling calmer, for example, about getting pregnant, our mind can seek to sabotage us, to drag us back to where it feels comfortable in anxiety around it, right? And it will start to throw up all the ways you should be anxious about it, It will start to filter in all the reasons why you should be anxious to get you back to the status quo, which is anxious where it feels comfortable. But should is just our brain's way of trying to protect us, not our brain's way of helping us to enjoy our life. Here's the kicker. The unconscious mind is not designed to make sure we are happy and enjoying ourselves. But it is trainable to be able to get us, to get it working for us in that way, right? It takes a little bit of time, a little bit of work, but it is possible. So I'm going to give you two things today to that end to start to shift you into this place. Number one, you know when you do something for the first time, right? Uh, maybe it's easy or maybe, just maybe, most of the time, it isn't that easy, right? Right? We do it, but maybe we don't do it perfectly. You might even do a really quite a good job of it, but it's not perfect because it's the first time you've done it and you've never done it before. Maybe that's, you know, icing a cake, you know, um, I don't know, going fishing for the first time, whatever it is. We have to learn this stuff. Like we all had to learn how to drink out of a normal cup without spilling it when we were kids. We all had to learn how to hold a knife and fork. We all had to learn how to use scissors for example and maybe at first those scissors kind of shredded the paper more than cut it because we didn't have our technique right right we knew how we kind of could hold the scissors but the technique wasn't quite right but we did it and then maybe as we progressed we cut a line but it wasn't particularly straight but oh look how we improved and then that beautiful day when we could take a pair of scissors and cut around intricate shapes convincingly right you couldn't do that day one you didn't have the motor skills for it you didn't have the technique for it you didn't have the feel for it and how it worked with your fingers and the paper and all of that it's like learning to drive stick or manual cars and doing bunny hops all over the place although I feel like most people have automatic cars these days so that's not the best example and why I didn't use it So the fact remains though that we learn things for the first time many times during our life but somehow the older we get the more we think we should just be able to do things straight away without effort okay but if you put even in the smallest amount of effort with this you will reap huge rewards. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about practicing being calm, Uh, practicing being calm in general and practicing being calm in the face of adversity and how you do that can take various forms but this is a really great way to start doing this. So let me give you some ways uh, you can start to practice. The first one is visualizing, right? Maybe visualizing yourself being pregnant and feeling calm and relaxed. That can be a great start. It can signal to the body, the mind-body connection, um, and the brain that pregnancy equals calm for you. Imagine that scenario a hundred times over. See it happening and everything working out. See the milestones are going through them, right? Um, Or you can even just visualize yourself being calm, going to see your doctor or, you know, whatever it is that you've had um, anxiety about in the past. You can calm down your nervous system, right? You can just get your body into a state of calm more regularly by using things like mindfulness, hypnosis or meditation or nature walks or some place where you feel safe. Again, you could just visualize calmness for yourself too. It doesn't have to be Around pregnancy, all the time, like I said, practice getting your body into a state of calm because most of the time we're actually living in a state of fight or flight and we just don't realize it because that's become normal for us. So maybe start to practice that real state of calm. And honestly, hypnosis is a game changer for that because if at first you can't do meditation and at first you can't do hypnosis, Honestly, most of the time you need it more. <laughs> okay. Now, third, every time you ha- you have a, a what if session, right? What if this happens? What if that happens? About about you know this thing going wrong. Make sure you have a what if session about everything going right too to balance it out in your brain. Right? You're not giving yourself a chance to feel any other way than anxious if all the what ifs are negative. What if it doesn't work out? What if it does work out? Think the whole scenarios through. Another way you can do this is how do you do calm now, right? If you don't know, that's your first job, to explore where you find calm for yourself. For me, calm always comes instantly at the beach. There are just no problems at the beach. In fact, joy comes very quickly to me at the beach, but it's also a place of extreme calmness right? That nature can be great for that, like watching a, wa- a wave roll in, uh, watching the clouds drift across the sky, watching the wind tossle through a tree, right? Those can be very calming experiences in that mindful moment. If you don't know how to find your calm, that might be a place to start. And the, so those are all the ways that practicing being calm can help you in those moments where you haven't been calm uh, previously. And the second thing is asking yourself better questions, right? The quality of your life will be determined by the questions that you ask yourself. So make sure those questions count. Instead of saying, I know I will be anxious, try being more curious and ask yourself this. But if I were to be calm and really enjoy it from day one, how would I do that? Can I think of a time in my life where I was really calm? What was I saying to myself? What did I believe at that moment? What did I believe about me? What did I trust about myself that I could handle? Can I think of a time I was calm in the face of adversity? what was different, what are some positives that I have achieved in my life because of past difficulties, right, I mean for me I went through infertility for 10 years and yet it changed my life uh, in very, in many positive ways as well because now I'm here talking to you, living my purpose and it lights me the fuck up, right, it's a pretty big positive for me, I want you to dare to dream, I want you to dare to look at the other side and I want you to understand that your life and that your and your emotional reaction is not predetermined but absolutely is if we say it is, if we don't do something different. I want you to feel that calm within you more and more each day as you practice it. And then when you get pregnant, you might still experience some anxiety. I'm not saying it will all magically go away, right? Or, uh, but it might really lessen it. And then you might also find that you bring in some of that joy too, and you have more joyous moments as well, which you absolutely wouldn't have had if you hadn't explored any of these questions. And you'll realize you did great things for yourself because you dared to dream, because you dared to ask yourself better questions, because you chose to design your life instead of having it dictated to you by your past. Big love to you all. And you know, I don't say this glibly, like my clients are examples to me every single day of how those changes are possible. Like, I have several clients that were just so upset and emotionally deplete when they first started working with me. Tears running down their face, right? To a place where like they're totally relaxed right now. They're not in a rush to get pregnant, not in a rush to get to the other side, but just willing to do what it takes and surrender to the journey. It's amazing to watch And I want this for you as well. Uh, You know, and this is whether they've worked with me one-to-one or gone through my program, The Fertility Shift. So don't give up on yourself. Okay, please don't give up on yourself. Explore some of this today so that you have the ability and the opportunity to bring in more joy into your life and maybe have a little less anxiety. So please don't give up on yourself and I'll see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops and you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation, and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis, and visualization, how to use each one, and how they benefit you, and of course, some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day, you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis, or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.